Hello and welcome to our podcast. You're listening to Tony and Tiff, Coach to Coach. Our podcast covers all topics coaching. Listen in and enjoy it as we upgrade each week and speak about things with passion, energy and enthusiasm to help you get the very best of life. Hello, Tiff. Hi, Tony. How are you? I'm really well, thank you. Yes, um, really a brand new year. Yes, it is. And this is yeah. our first podcast for the year too, for the decade, 2020. Yeah, it's, um, yeah it's, it's shaping up to be an exciting year, I think. It is. Look, it's been, um, you know, we're recording from Australia and it's been a pretty horrific year, the beginning of a year here. Some people know, um, you know, there's been major bushfires everywhere, but, you know, there's been, been a little bit of, I suppose, apprehension amongst people and gloom and doom, but I still thought it would be good regardless to talk about resolutions and, um, you know, we're, we're still in January, in the month of January. I think, you know, whenever you're listening to this, it will still apply. It doesn't have to be, you know, right on time. Um, when you hear this, it's the right time for you. And um, it still applies because I think, you know, we're still talking more generally about resolutions, yeah? Yes. Yeah. But having said that, you know, how exciting is it too to be in a brand new decade? Very much so. There was actually, you know, I personally found that there was a lot of hype at the end of last year too coming into this year and into a new decade. There were people were doing to attempt to let go of what they've been through and uh, create the, the direction that they want to take themselves in this new year. But, yeah, I think, I think the fact that it's the beginning of a new decade has um, added, to, added to a lot of that hype for people for sure. Yeah, look, I mean, I can remember, you know, previous decades and previous years and thinking back and making resolutions myself, you know. And I know some people will say, I don't make resolutions simply because I never keep them. And we're going to talk a little bit about that as we get into the show. But, you know, I think that whole idea of a brand new clean slate, you know, to move forward is very appealing to some people, Um, particularly if you do want to make changes in your life. And I think, you know, as coaches, we are all about making those changes, and and all the resolution is is a is a you know is a uh, a decision really to make a change to resolve to do something different, resolve to do something new, or not to do something. Um, you know that taking that action, whatever it is for you, um, and it doesn't have to be a new year. And I'll talk a little bit about that later on as we go. I mean, we can people can make resolutions or changes in their lives whenever they want, but I guess just to start because um, we were talking about it in the context of a new year, I just wanted to, I guess I wanted to ask you, Tiff, what sort of New Year's resolutions have you made, if not this year in the past, that you might want to share with um, our listeners? And have any, yeah, and, well, and have any stuck? <laughs> uh-huh. not, not generally with the New Year's ones, I've got to be honest. Um, I, I have tended to sort of, my pattern used to be to put things off until the new year or, you know, uh, so ah, typically it was diet. Procrastination. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I think that was what was feeding it. Um, for me personally, there was a lot of that that was going on. So a lot of my New Year's resolutions would be diet-based yes. uh, or, you know, some new health kick or starting something new that I've been putting off for a long time. I'd sort of use that as this 
thing in the back of my head to say, I'll do it in the new year. So it'll be, that's my new year's resolution. And the other thing I used to do was set about five or six <laughs> new year's yes, resolutions. Yes, yes, Honestly set me up for failure. So I've given that away personally myself now. I don't tend to set new year's resolutions. I've definitely over the last month, um, month, six weeks or so, you know, sort of for, for the month of December, I was closing out the year with looking at, the direction I want to take my life in this 12 months and beyond uh, looking at, you know, short, medium and long-term goals for sure. But they're not, for me, they're not based around a new year. They're based around a continuation of the work that I was already doing. And I think uh, I'm, I'm really pleased to be able to say that as a, as a, you know, as an individual that I've kind of moved beyond that new year's resolution thing that I used to do. And it wasn't just yes. new year, sometimes, especially with the diet, it could be Monday, like I'll start Monday and I, by yes. day, I'll start again next Monday. So there's, yes. I'm sure there's plenty of people that can relate to that kind of a, um, an experience with wanting to make changes. But yeah, so that's my kind of stance on New Year's resolutions, but I certainly am very familiar with the idea of wanting to make changes. And now, thankfully, with the tools that I've learned and the tools that I've gained through coaching and through other, other experiences in my life, I'm able to actually identify things that need to be changed a lot more easily than, um, and it's sort of a part of my process. I'm constantly reviewing my life and looking at what needs to, what needs to shift and where do I need to tweak things to get the results that I'm looking for. So uh, yeah, it's kind of a more of an ongoing thing for me now that that sort of just continues to flow into, you know, once, once one goal is achieved, then it sort of feeds into the next one. Um, I'm sort of one of those people that I'm grateful to be one of those people that seems to always have something, something on the horizon I'm working towards. What about you, Tony? Have you, what's your experience been with resolutions and New Year's Yeah, resolutions? look, I can, I can totally um, relate, Tiff, to what you're saying. I mean, resolutions for me are, and goals for me are something that I continually work on almost daily, you know, having those new goals or moving, moving forward to something new, you know, on an ongoing basis, it doesn't have to necessarily be a new year. But I have made resolutions in the past that I have stuck to. Um, one of the most important resolutions in my life, and I'll share it, I used to be a smoker, you know, and I every year I'd say, oh, I, I want to stop smoking, I can't stop smoking. This is going back years now, yep. um, thank God. But, um, you know, it was such a strong habit and it was something that, you know, I knew was wrong for me and I for, bad for my health and everybody knew it and I could just not do it. And I made a decision one, um, one on the 1st of January one year as a New Year's resolution that this is what I would do. And my last cigarette, I'll kid you not, was on the 28th of February. Wow. So it took well nearly done. two months. It took nearly two months. But, you know, it was – and I tried everything. And I tried before you know, and I failed before. But that was, you know, that's something that vividly sticks into my, in my mind. But, yeah. you know, and, and of course it had to go, you know, but um, it's easier said than done. You know, we can mm. make these resolutions. I want to do, I want to get, I want to get fit. I want to change, you know, change up my diet. I want to stop smoking. I want to cut down sugar. I want to cut out caffeine or give up alcohol. Those sorts of things. I mean, they sound like really grand, broad statements. And I guess they are to some extent, and resolutions are exactly those too, you know, um, either the too many resolutions or too broader resolutions. So we can't really or we don't really have a specific goal. You know, we talk in coaching about SMART goals and I know people might have heard that acronym SMART, um, specific, 
um, you know, a goal needs to be specific or resolution needs to be specific. It needs to be measurable. Um, it needs to be achievable, you know, that something that we can achieve. It needs to be relevant or, you know, realistic and it needs to have some sort of time attached to it. Um, mm. You know, and people can Google some of the things that have been written around this sort of smart tool and I know we use it in coaching. If you're needing help or you'd like to explore that, you know, get in touch with us. But I found that, you know, again, goal setting, had, I had to be pretty pretty specific about what I wanted to do. And, um, you know, it wasn't just sticking to it and it wasn't always necessary about willpower. It was writing it down, you know, having a plan, someone to keep me accountable, all of these other things that helped me achieve goals, you know. But, um, you know, the other thing I really love that you said, Tiff, was about if New Year is important because it's often that time or the, or the beginning of the month or the beginning of the week where we reset, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And um, that's been just really important for me because the fact that I know I can reset at any time, at any point, means that, you know, I've got that power, you mm. know, in my thinking, in my actions. I don't just have to, you know, aimlessly go along and think, well, I don't really have any power here. I don't really have any control over what I say or do or what changes I want to make in my lives. I'm just going you know, to go on doing the same old, same old. And we've spoken about that in other episodes. That's that madness. That's that insanity. You know, doing the same thing over and over again, um, yeah. or or not getting clarity because we're so um, you know we, we're not we're not willing to take those steps to try something new, and I think that that all of that can be. Um, I guess it can. You know, the word I'm looking for, I suppose, Tiff, is it. It can be really overwhelming for people, mm. particularly when you don't know where to start or you want to make. You might have too many resolutions. You might want to make a lot of changes. But, you know, again, the best thing is to pick something specific, maybe one thing, even just one thing, one small thing that you can achieve. Um, I mean, smoking's huge. It was huge for me. But it might be something like, as you say, you know, trying a new health-based diet. Instead of, you know, just totally going vegan, maybe cut back on certain foods, you know, or on one type of food um, rather than joining, you know, doing, doing the full health kick, you know, join a gym. A lot of people apparently, you know, join gyms first of January every year, and then by February, um, you know, they've given up their their, their memberships. Just, um, you know, the gyms know their memberships. Um, you know, they're no longer coming back. They've paid the membership annual membership fee, but they're not they're no longer going. Yeah. And the clubs and the gyms they market around that sort of um, that sort of patterning. You know. Yeah. Good time um, to get the money. Yeah. You know, like have the special deals. Join up. Join up. You know, first of January. And then, you know, who's still going by the end of February or, you know, come mid-February or even mid-January sometimes. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, that's that's why I think um, it's still, as you said, I mean, whoever is listening to this will listen whenever they do, but it's still relevant for us to be very, very relevant for us to be talking about this in the towards the end of the second week in January because quite often, you know, by this time people are going back to work. One of the things that was coming up for me as you were talking before is that, what tends to happen for a lot of people at this time of year is is that they do have some time off from work. So yes, one of the reasons people do put things off, and I guess for me in the past, um, that was sort of part of my reasoning, was that I'll think about everything when I've got time off. So I'll, you know, in those couple of weeks when I'm not at work, I'm going to make all these plans and I'll, I'll set it all out. And that tended to happen at the end of the year at Christmas time when I, when I had some time off. So you know, I guess it's just about to having a look at our at our own patterns. So if people have, have done exactly what we've just discussed, they've made plans and 
you know, here we are at, at, into January and um, wondering whether or not they're going to be able to stick with their plans. It's looking at what your patterns are and looking at um, things that you have achieved in the past. Maybe yes. what, what was it that worked? Um, you know, what, what were the circumstances that led to the success around that goal? And, I mean, you just described some of those yourself uh, to us before and I've certainly been able to to see for myself uh, having a goal where I take small incremental steps towards it so even it might mean breaking the big goal down into smaller goals uh, you know if if the goal is to as you said change your whole diet then maybe you start with breakfast is the healthiest option that you yeah. start working on and then once you feel that you've gotten that under your belt, then you can add lunch in. You know, that's that's just an example from from the food perspective, but most goals can be broken down into smaller steps. So uh, if it's something that you're working towards achieving, that's a really good way to to make it feel more achievable, to actually get, you know, get some momentum within your goal and start having some some success and some wins around what you're trying to achieve. Um, and, but also the other the other really important aspect is planning. I mean, as you said, that SMART goal um, is a tool that we use in coaching and it is really important to set out our, our goal. Um, th- th- there's a process that we take our clients through, obviously, as you said, that we, we're happy to help people with if, they, if they're wanting some more information around that. But that you've got to get really, really clear on what it is that you're going to be getting from that goal. It's got to motivate you. It's got to be something that, is coming from from you in a deep place and it's got to be something that will uh, carry you through the hard times when we don't feel like um, taking the action that's necessary to achieve something. So quite often, second, third week back in January, you know, works people have gone back to work, the bills are starting to come in, the sugar high is wearing off and the alcohol detoxification is coming in for most people and that's when reality hits like, uh uh-oh, you know, let's stop going to the gym, for example, <laughs> that it's pretty common, as you said, and obviously it's, it's not something that's uh, unique to just one individual. It sounds like it's something that happens to an awful lot of people. So, Absolutely. I, I um, you, you know, was listening there as you're talking too about motivation and mm. you know, the success and the wins. For me that's been particularly important because, you know, when I think of um, – times when I've, you know, set goals, whatever it is that I've wanted to do, whether it was something big, you know, like complete the course of study, which has been massive and taken me years, mm. or, you know, something small like, you know, just vacuum the floor, you know, vacuum my car or whatever, you know, weekly, something like that, you know, a, a small task that for some people it might not seem like a big deal, but, you know, I would have to really work on some of those small goals, you know, because yeah. I just didn't have the motivation and I just didn't want to do it, but I knew that I had to you know, do it or it was, a, it was something that I wanted to do, you know, to be, to be, um, you know, something that I just, I wanted to achieve. And, you know, by doing those smaller goals, I would get the momentum, you know, and they would build, they would build up to, um, you know, give me more and more, I guess, incentive, more and more motivation to move to achieve the next step. Um, and, my, you know, incentive and, and momentum builds as we do things and, um, you know, I find that that's really, really powerful because when I see the results, even if they're small results, 
it keeps me positive. It keeps me engaged, you know. And sometimes just showing up, just doing a little bit or doing those, tending to those small things has a cumulative effect of, um, you know, of basically just, um, you know, rolling into the next thing and giving me, giving me the power to keep going forward, you know. Um, yeah. And I, I know for me, and most of the changes I've made in my life, that's certainly been how it's happened. I've done one thing and then I thought, wow, if I can do this, I can do this next thing. And if I've done this thing, then I can do the next thing. You know, if I look at technology, for instance, you know, I can remember, you know, being really, really um, wanting to do a course or wanting to do something, wanting to learn about technology. And it was really, I found it really baffling and I just give up. Um, and, you know, I would break it down and I would think, you know, I'm just going to learn how to master this particular, this particular skill. And then once I'd mastered, I thought, geez, that was pretty easy. You know, I can actually do that. You know, it might have been something very basic that everybody out there knows how to do, but at the time I didn't and it seemed like a huge thing. Yeah. And, and then, you know, that would give me confidence to build on to the next thing. You know, to the point where now, you know, we're podcasting and te- texting back and forth and, you know, using technology that I never thought I would. So rather than have a goal like I'm going to put a podcast out there, that seems like such a huge goal. You know, I had to build those skills over time. And um, work towards little goals, you know, that, that cumulatively have become a bigger goal, if that mm. sort of makes sense. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, and, and they do talk about, you know, breaking those goals down, as you said, too, into baby steps, you know, because um, um, they do have to be realistic. Otherwise, we get disheartened, we give up. And I think that's where, you know, the broad or sweeping resolutions that people make at New Year's become at, um, become difficult for us because they are just that, they are too hard. And then we just throw in the towel and say, you know what, forget it and um, I'll try again next year, you know. Yep. And, yep. And, and, that, I mean, that's a terrible space to be in because a year is a long time, you know. Um, mm. There's still 364 other days where we can try again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and, you know, that, that Monday to Monday thing is a, is a terrible space to be in too because <laughs> it's, you know, even though it's only a week, once you let go of one week, then the next week sort of doesn't seem so bad to let go of either and you can get really stuck in that rut as well. You know, it really is about, I think, for me, about the the value that I was putting on the goals. Uh, also, some of the goals that I was setting weren't really mine, to be honest. They were things that I thought I should do. So Yes. And I, I would be sort of, I'd have it set in my head that this is what I'm going to do and um, with without really checking in with myself as to why I was wanting to do that. It just seemed like a good idea. And when I failed to achieve those goals time after time after time, I had to really stop and have a think and a look at, well, why am I even trying to do this? Like what, what is it that I'm, I'm hoping to gain from that, from setting that goal? So, you know, you mentioned before that the, you know, the example of technology may seem small to some people, but, and that's, that's, that's really the whole point here is that what, what the goal is that you said, it doesn't have to be impressive to anybody else. It's, it's about us and it's about where are we going with our life and what's important to us. And, you know, if you're going to put your energy towards achieving something, then you want to make sure it's serving you and you want to make sure that it's for, for the reasons that are, are going to propel you forward because quite often if it's not, and I'm not saying that all goals are going to be pleasurable and that they're going to be great fun to do. But if you don't have that reasoning behind why you're doing something, it can make it very difficult to push through those times where you don't feel like taking the action. 
Absolutely. And the, the sense of ownership, I think, is important, yeah. isn't it, or agency because, yeah, I can, I can remember times where, you know, I would, I would make resolution after resolution to get to the gym and I'd join gyms and, I'd, and I actually hated going to the gym. I didn't yeah. enjoy it at all. And I, I, mean, I know I'm not the only person in the world on this planet, surprise, surprise, who doesn't, probably doesn't like going to the gym. But, you know, I would do that because that was what everybody else did and I would think, well, you know, I've got to do this if I want to get fit, if I want to get my body in shape. But, you know, there are so many other activities that I can do today that I actually love and enjoy mm. that, um, you know, that I now do for my own health and fitness that, you know, rather than just joining up for the sake of doing, well, this is what everybody else does. And, um, you know, uh, whatever the new or whatever the latest fad is, you know, I've got to do this. Um, so, yeah, I, I totally, um, totally get that, Tiff, and I think people will get that as well. Interestingly enough, you know, when I, I was doing a little bit of research on Google, as we often do you know, before we, we put the show together, put yep. the episode together, and I was looking at what the top sort of ten resolutions were, you know. Goodness knows how Google comes up with all this information. But there are actually, <laughs> but you know, somebody does some hard work in surveying, you know, the, the masses out there and, you know, depending on, on what source you read, you'll get different responses. But there were typically these sorts of things that people resolved, you know, things like the highest, um, the highest um, number of, um, well, number one, number one resolution that people generally make um, was around diet and eating healthier. Yeah. And the number two was exercising more. So they are right up there. Losing weight was another one. Um, yep. Quit smoking's there, but um, things like drinking less alcohol, finding another job, spending more time with family, reading more, you know, which is a great resolution to have or, you know, studying a new job, or um, learning a new skill or hobby, saving more money, you know, those sorts of things. Um, so they're very, very, they're stated in very, very general terms. They are, yeah. But but as you say, they can be as long as there's something that you really want to do. Um, you know, I saw things like saw uh, one particular site was talking about things like you know spending less time on social media, you know, volunteering, doing those sorts of goals that have a personal, almost altruistic or sort of value-based um, goal or orientation towards uh, within them. You no, know? I think that's I think that's really good because that. That, as you says, personalizes the goal. What is it that, that that I really want to do, or that you know that I really want to do that is personal to me, that makes a difference to me? Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was fascinating stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. I and found I think... it interesting looking up the um, the definitions of of resolution. That one yes. that really stood out to me. Um, so the 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 most commonly like understood definition of it is a decision to do something or to behave in a certain manner which is basically what we've been discussing here but the wording that I found really different in a different definition was um something settled or resolved the outcome of decision making so um when we look at it from that perspective then it's interesting to think uh that a you know a new year's resolution could well be the answer to a problem that we're facing in our life so um that's you know when we when we think of it from that perspective and what what are the issues that we're facing that that can give us a lot of that motivation to uh to actually achieve a goal and uh, there's a lot of juice in that that you can put into that smart goal setting exercise that we talked about earlier when you're thinking about solving a problem because everybody with our problems there's a lot of energy that we uh can kind of associate with what we feel is an issue in our life. Um, 
So with the absence of that or that being solved, there's a lot of things to gain from that. So that can give you an awful lot of great content uh, and, and ways in which to word your goal so your subconscious mind can work with you to actually achieve it. And I think that that is why, um, you know, we've been talking about goals and resolutions, but for me, you know, resolution, just the meaning of that word, you know, coming from the, the word resolute, as you mm. say, being more determined, you know, solving, action of problem, solving a problem, um, you know, being firm in your decision sounds almost, you know, at that next level. Whereas a goal is a goal, whereas a resolution is something that, you know, we make with conviction. We yeah. make with, with, with that, you know, unshaken sort of belief that I'm going to do this, I'm determined, I'm unwavered. Um, you know, and perhaps therein is the issue because, you know, we make these resolutions thinking that we're going to be unwavered, but, of course, perhaps we set the bar too high, um, you know, and um, need to probably pull back a little bit and just think, well, you know what, I can do these tiny baby goals. I don't have to make these big, broad you know, resolutions in my life that are going to solve everything. So I think mm. there's, a, there's a bit of a two-edged sword there, two, um, you know, two-edged sword in terms of how you look at it. But yeah. it, can, it, can, it can move us forward and make us more resolute, more um, firm in our belief um, and more determined. But it can also be, um, you know, something that, is, that can go against us if our goal is, you know, too broad or, too, or not specific enough or too unrealistic um, you know, I love the thing too about the time in the SMART um, acronym, you know, the, the SMART tool that we use because often, you know, we'll say, like I didn't set any time on my to stop smoking. It was just to stop smoking one day, you mm -hmm. know. And as the through the process it happened quite quickly now looking back at it. At the time it didn't seem it. Every day, every hour was quite torturous. But, um, you know, there needs to be some sort of time frame on a goal. Otherwise it is really just a wish. Mm. You know, and it's sort of like we don't really, we, we can't really keep ourselves accountable to that goal and we can't really measure, I guess, where we're going if we're just sort of, you know, I'm going to do this, but yeah, when, you know. And that was always my issue because I'd say, you know, I'm going to do this next album, I'm going to write a book, I'm going to do this. And it's like, well, I still haven't done that because I haven't set myself a time frame, you yeah. know. Or it gets it's too broad and too big, and then I just it just gets put over to the next year, the next year, the next year, the next week, the next week, the next week, and I never actually move forward um, on those goals. So having time, I think, has been really important for me. No. Yeah, and I yeah. think it, it sort of it can be a little bit confronting for people to put a time frame on something because of it. Sort of it makes it very definite and. But yes. one, of the, one of the other benefits that comes from setting a time frame on something is that if you're halfway through your time frame and you've taken no action, you've really got to have a look at yourself and you've got to ask all those difficult questions like, you know, why am I not taking action? Is this even something I want? Uh, is my approach unrealistic? Do I need to alter my approach? You know, there's all those things that come into taking the steps that we need to achieve a goal as well. And once you put that time frame on it, that's it's it. It's locked in. So you actually have to face um, your, yourself, really. You have to face what it is that's preventing you from taking the action if that's what's going on. Or you you can celebrate your uh, your progress your progress towards the goal and um, the achievements that you're making towards it as well. Once you've got that time frame in there as well, so you may have a goal to lose 12 kilos over the next 12 months, for example. 
and six months in, if you've lost half of that, then you know you're on track but and you can celebrate that. But if you're six months in and haven't lost anything, then you know you're going to have to shift your approach. Or if so, it's yeah. six months in and you're putting weight on. You yes. Know, just, <laughs> you, know, you know, like I used to do. You know yep. you need to you know you need to rethink. But yeah, <laughs> I, I totally I totally agree though. You know, that those sense of the deadlines have really to keep us on track are really important because it's it's also about not having this open ended um, you know, open ended space where, you know, I can just as I said, you know, keep putting it off, keep putting it off. It gives a sense of urgency and prioritizing too to what's important to me. Mm. You know? Because if it's important and I make it important, I prioritize it then yep. it means it's obviously something I want to do. So my goal is or my goal and my resolution is worthwhile. Um, yep. You know, if it's not important, I'm not going to achieve it because it's, you know, it's one of these things I'll get around to it. Other things will take precedence over that, me, me, me working on my resolution or on my goal. So it doesn't have that sense of urgency or priority, that importance that I need to get it completed and to make mm. those changes in my life. Interesting, isn't it? Really interesting. I thought, you know, it's a little tricky talking about this sort of subject, but, you know, I thought because it was the beginning of the year, it was good to share. And already I can see there's a couple of, you know, potential episodes that probably coming out of just this one alone. You know, I think um, people probably love to hear about motivation as well, something that I know that's um, something that I've um, had when I've been working on goals, you know, that I've had to look at different ways to keep me motivated and to keep me on track, you know. Um, yeah. That's something that's very important that you spoke about too, Tiff. A um, couple of quotes I found in the system. This is one from Leo Tolstoy. It says, the changes in our life must come from the impossibility to live, otherwise then according to the demands of our conscience, not from our mental resolution to try a new form of life. Um, you know, um, and talking about, you know, basically us resolving in our minds to, to do this. So that's where all, all um, change comes from, you know, within our minds. You yeah. know, we first, we can take all the action we want, but, you know, when we really have that mental um, resolution behind it, that's what gives it its, its power. Um, yeah, and this other one says, sometimes we know the best thing to do, sometimes we know the best thing to do, but fail to do it. New Year's resolutions are often like that. We make resolutions because we know it would be better for us to lose weight, to get fit, to spend more time with our kids, etc. But the problem is that a resolution is generally easier to break than it is to keep. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that um, that's, comes from Pete Singer. That's about, I guess, our, our resolve, our, our motivation, you know. What are the costs of me breaking this resolution? What are the costs of me keeping it? You know, another really interesting topic. What's its, what, 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 um, you know, what am I getting um, in terms of the sort of payback by not changing, by not taking action? Yeah. What do I have um, to let go of? Yes, 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 absolutely. Yeah, they're good quotes. I like those ones. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I found it, um, you know, really in, it's, it's been really insightful too. Just for me, I didn't make any particular resolutions this um, New Year's. I, as, I, as you said in the beginning of the um Recording, Tiff, I constantly have resolutions or goals that I'm working on every day, every week, you know, um, some big, some small, um, you know, uh, but, and I write them down. I find writing them down is really helpful, you know, mm. I've been, and then talking about them with people, sharing them with close people. I learn not to share them with everybody. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Um, you know, that can be a real, I don't know about you, but I've found that, you know, if I share my goals with 
every person that I meet, every man, woman and their dog or cat, um, you know, I can quickly get become unstuck because, you know, um, or if I fail to do what I'm going to, to meet my goal or do what I've said I'm going to do, I get really humiliated and embarrassed and then that's, you know, that's totally throwing the, the goal out the window. So I yeah. try to keep it, keep it, keep keep a sense of accountability by telling you know perhaps a couple of close friends or my someone in my family you know usually someone that I love dearly who can keep me accountable and knows that I'm working towards it. But at the same time, I don't feel that um, you know I've um, set myself up to fail. Yeah, that is very important uh, having that right, the right audience and the right support structure around you so that so that you hold yourself accountable but don't. Don't put too much pressure on yourself. And also the right audience that um, will hear you judgment-free in, in what your goals are because quite often when we put things out there, um, if it's to the wrong people, they, it can come with lots of well-meaning suggestions and corrections and um, additions to what it is that you're doing that can just confuse the issue. So, you know, it's really important that our goals come from us and they come from a place that's internal and uh, represents what we're moving towards but also uh, are put together in a way that serves us and that's going to help us move forward as individuals, not not what's based on what other people feel is the right approach. And I think the last thing I wanted to say that really stood out for me when I was thinking about, you know, exactly what a, what a resolution really is, and, you know, it is that intention. It is setting that intention. It is naming something. And I think that is so powerful from a spiritual point of view, you know, um, and people often talk about this in the context of the law of attraction. As soon as I've named it, I've set my intention and I've put it out there into the universe, I'm allowing for it to, for new possibilities, for things to be set into mo- in motion, you know, for events or a series of events to be triggered and to move me forward closer towards my goal or my resolution. I think mm. that's really powerful. So whether it is written down or spoken to somebody else or put out there to the universe, however it is you do it, I think it, um, you know, that's that's something that you know is really understated. I think in the in the world we live today, no sense of the keeping our goals and our resolutions to ourselves because we're also not enlarging our own, I guess, spiritual growth by um, enabling others to support our growth, to support those changes, to support those um, resolutions or goals that we might have for new opportunities to come in. When I let somebody know that, you know, my goal is to get a new job, for instance, I'm, I want to find a new job um, and I'm telling somebody about them, I'm opening up new possibilities, perhaps in a conversation or by the wayside and someone will say, well, actually, we're looking for a person with your skills in this area. You know, you might be interested in applying. So, you know, it's that, um, I suppose, co-creating too with, um, you know, with, with, with the energy, with, with the world, with others, um, that is really powerful in terms of our setting intentions and making resolutions and goals you know if we want to make those changes in our lives because it's not always about just what we want and us just going off and doing what we want to do but you know in terms of that 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 sort of narrow checklist where you know I'm in control I think it's also about being open and expanding possibilities and having um, a clear intention but at the same time you know being um, being turning up and being present for whatever it is that shows up for us, um, yeah. if, that, if that sort of makes a bit of sense. But, you know, I think it's a fantastic way to start any year, you know, by at least trying to set some sort of resolutions. 
And, you know, as I said, as we've said, it doesn't have to be particularly, um, you know, at the beginning of January for, for, for anyone to set goals. But, you know, if you are wanting to do something new, this brand new, you know, month, this brand new decade, um, you know, now is the time. There's no better time than now, you know, when it comes to change. So, you know, make a commitment. If you want to get some coaching, you want to make some changes, they can be personal or professional. What are you waiting for? You know, contact us. You're contactable now, Tiff. You've got your own coaching website up and happening. Uh, not my website. I've got my Facebook page and um, and my phone number. And anyone uh, that wishes to is, is free, can feel free to um, message me or get in touch with me via my Facebook what, page. So, What's your Facebook um, page called? Um, so I've got Changing Minds Coaching and Consultancy. Is, yes. Is, yeah, that's that's my main one. I'm working on a second brand at the moment um, that I've actually myself is a huge project for me this year that I've hired a, a business coach to help me with over the course of 12 months. So I've got a ton of goals and um, resolutions <laughs> that I've set for myself to achieve um, with the, with my other brand, which is Freedom Consultancy, but that's it's not sort of up and running yet. But yeah, so changing, changing minds, minds change, changing yeah. minds consultancy. People can contact you, and I've just got my own website going, which is just under my name, Tony Janky. But you can also contact either Tiff or I here at Coach to Coach Podcast. Yeah, um, that's probably the easiest way. That's the easiest way. Yeah, just um, so yeah, get in touch. You know, we'd love to support you through this process. We've spoken about coaching and the incredible options and ways that you know coaching really is a way to make these resolutions and goals happen on steroids you know really really if you want to get those results you want to have someone to keep you accountable you want to go through the process and get results then it's about you know it's about looking at least looking at the option of you know engaging with a coach engaging with one of us and walking through that journey you know if you can't you don't think it's something you can afford or you don't think it's something that is right for you, just try one session, you know, one session. And then, you know, you might think, well, no, this is not for me, but it may well be that you need, you know, a number of sessions that can be tailor-made with you to make the changes, to make the goals and resolutions that you want to make in your life. Mm. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Give it a go. If it's something that you haven't tried before, you never know until you until you experience it what coaching can actually offer you. So. Yeah. And look, I just wanted to, I know we're sort of coming to the end of our time together and I just wanted to wrap up and just to thank people for all the feedback that we've been getting. Um, And I know that people have been listening in and I'm just so excited to be able to share this, um, you know, these these, uh, topics that we're talking about, especially with you, but also just with everybody who's listening in. It's really been, um, um, I look forward to it. I really do. You know, and I know we've, been busy over the sort of holiday break and coming back um, in the new year has been, you know, a bit slow with other commitments. But, you know, I, um, I've i been, been getting, looking at some of the responses from people, you know, just through the Facebook pages and um, um, I did get a couple of emails that had come through or a couple of responses that had come through from people and um, I just wanted to, a couple of ideas actually for new topics. So, you know, I just want to keep encouraging people to send things in and um, any comments, any feedback, whatever you'd like to hear about, let us know because it's a great way not just to engage but to also make sure that, you know, what we are talking about is going to be relevant to whoever it is that's listening and to grow our audience and to get our uh, message about coaching out there because, um, you know, without you we, and without the listener, um, 
you know, we don't, we, 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 we probably wouldn't be doing this. So it's a wonderful, wonderful way to connect. It is. And we've got um, our exciting year of, of having other discussions with other coaches on here as well. To, yes. To start yes. Up very soon. So yes. Lots of great content coming. So watch this space. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I'm going to um, probably wrap it up there. I don't know if you wanted to have the last say there, Tiff, on anything there that you felt that you wanted to um, close off on other than just to encourage people um, to have a fantastic year. I hope, I sincerely hope this is the best year yet, particularly for people who really want to, um, you know, really want to make those changes in their lives and remember that, you know, no matter what's happened in the past, no matter how terribly wrong things might have gone, you know, there's always the opportunity, whether it's a new year or a new month or a new week, a Monday, to wipe the slate clean and reset, you know, and work yep. on whatever it is that's important for you because if we don't do it or if you don't do, do it, you know, who's going to do it for you? Nobody. So, you know, get in touch with us and, um, you know, look forward to working with you. Yes, please do. Looking forward to it. Have okay. a great year, everyone. See ya. Bye. Okay, bye.